Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Cricket Talk from the Yorkshire Post. As promised, we haven't left it as long between programmes as the previous time, meaning you'll have to suffer the warblings of myself and the YP's Chris Waters once again. On this edition of the podcast, we're going to reflect on the remarkable 227-run win for England in Chennai in the first test of their format series against India, bringing Joe Root's team a sixth straight test victory away from home. We sing the praises of the England captain, understandably, but we also pick out the many other individual performances in the tourist lineup that contributed to such a dominant triumph. And, a little closer to home, we discuss what is expected to be good news for Yorkshire CC and uh, Scarborough after the White Roses offer of a 10-year deal to ensure that county cricket remains at North Marine Road on a regular basis. That's all coming up on Cricket Talk from the Yorkshire Post. YorkshirePost.co.uk. Okay, as mentioned, uh, we're uh, joined by Chris Waters, the Yorkshire Post cricket writer. Uh, we're going to talk primarily uh, about the uh, fantastic win by England in the first test in Chennai against India. Uh, we're also going to uh, come up with a bit of uh, Yorkshire uh, news as well towards the end of the programme, which we'll tell you uh, a lot more about then. But Chris, obviously, the main talking point this week, particularly uh, after yesterday, was uh, an absolutely uh, remarkable win by England in uh, in Chennai. 227 runs. Uh, going into the last day, India on home turf, you know, nine wickets England still needed. But there was never any guarantee that they would get them, given the sort of climate and the conditions. But um, they did it with some ease in the end, didn't they? Did that surprise you? Uh, well, I have to say no. I mean, I thought they would win the game uh, going into day I thought going into the series that it would be to all. That, that was my own personal prediction. But I think having seen the way this game has gone, um, I might have to revise that and say that England could, you know, could, could win the series. Um, I think India, I wouldn't say they're there for the taking, but I don't think that they are as uh, formidable as maybe some people have been making out. Um, clearly, they've got uh, quite a few improvements that they can and probably would have made since only one test into a four-match series, but I don't see anything there for Greenland to really fear. And having got that win on the board, uh, it's going to take a lot, I think, for them to, um, you know, for them to relinquish that, that lead now. So India are going to have to improve their game significantly. I think the confidence that England will have got from that win, which now makes it, I think, six successful test-away wins. Yeah. Obviously, three, three on the trot this winter. Uh, it's, it's, it's going to be significant. And although it's clearly not ideal that people like Josh Butler are going home and Johnny Besto haven't been out for the first two tests because he's been rested, so they've got this rest and rotation going on in the background. Um, I still think, you know, the way they're playing, the the way that they are evolving under Joe Root and Chris Silverwood's management is such that, I, you know, I think it's a really strong team and I, I've got a lot of confidence in the team and what they can achieve not only in this series but actually going forward now through the rest of the year and down towards the ashes again I see no reason why you know Joe Root can't uh, come back from Australia later in the winter with with the ashes yeah I mean a lot's been made about Joe Root and we'll talk a bit more about him in a, in a few moments but obviously what one of the most pleasing things about the win particularly in Chennai was that England had Sort of several match winners. Obviously, Joe Root, you know, in the first innings is a fantastic 218, but there were lots of other significant uh, contributions across the five days, weren't there, with both bat and ball? Yes, yeah, a good point. I mean, Dom Sibley got 87 in the first innings, and, you know, I think he deserves a lot of credit for the way he's uh, uh, fought back from a, a tough start in the Sri Lanka tour when people were questioning his technique and was he up to it. Well, he's, you know, I mean, he's still 
very early on in his career, but he, I thought he showed lots of um, a, a lot of quality in getting those runs. And it was a shame that he couldn't go on and get the hundred that I thought he deserved. Ben Stokes came straight back in and, and whacked a, a, an excellent eighty-two as well. Uh, and there were contributions, as you say, from others. I mean, Don Bess with the bat um, towards the end of the England first innings, uh, and then with the ball. Um, pretty much everybody chipped in, didn't they? Best got those four wickets in the first innings. Again, there were a few fortunate dismissals in there along the way. Um, but you know, you, I, I don't, I don't think he's just a lucky bowler. Clearly, he's learning on the job, though, um, and it, it's a, it's a tough ask for him. I would just say on that. In fact, I, I would stick with him now, having played him. And I, I noticed there's been a few calls to maybe get Moen Ali back in for the second test and, and to drop Bess, who who served up a few full tosses in the second innings of the of the first game. Uh, but I, I think really I'd like to see England stick with him and back him and Jack Leach. And, and Leach, again, you know, was another contributor. Joffrey Archer chipped in. And, of course, James Anderson uh, starred again, didn't he, on that final day with that uh, remarkable over when he when he bowled... Um, when he bowled... Uh, who was it now? Um, Rahain and uh, Gill. Yeah, Gil, Gil and Rahane with those two in-swinging uh, deliveries. And then, of course, he picked up Rishab Pant with a with a catch. So, yeah, I mean, he's just, again, I mean, he's, he's a bit like Ryan Sidebottom, if we can draw the Yorkshire parallel, when he when he came back to the club. And he just seemed to get better and better as he as he went through his 30s, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, to the, so I, it doesn't happen very often. But, I mean, they are two bowlers. I think they're quite similar in that, in that respect, that they just seem to get better with age. Mm. And, um, you know, Anderson remains... Uh, gun sort of performer for Joe Root uh, but yeah I mean as you say it really was a very fine team performance and I think as, as close as possible I think they should keep keep with that team they might want to rotate and bring Stuart Broad back in and rest James Anderson particularly with the day-night match coming up after that when they might even want to play both of them together um, but it's certainly a nice dilemma for England to have and you know there's some fine players there and of course Johnny Bairstow even not even in these first two tests some good talent in the wings waiting to come back in so I, I think it's looking really positive now for the test team Yeah and of course you mentioned Best there and his contribution with the ball and, and maybe there was a bit of luck with, with some of that in the first innings but the as significant was his contribution with the bat I mean a lot has been made of the all-round capability of, of Murray and Ali but I think Best has shown that you know, under pressure and, and, and when required, he can play the right kind of innings but in both on both occasions in Chennai. I mean, he yeah, got 30, 30 on in the first innings and, and 25 when it was obviously needed in the second innings, when England was sort of, you know, losing wickets on a fairly regular basis. Yeah, I mean, it's a very good point. And, um, of course, he's got a, a test half century to his credit as well and averages in the mid-20s now in tests, which is, you know, a pretty decent return. And I just think he's a very uh, good cricketer, the sort of player who makes things happen, uh, which is what I like about him. And he's, he's very characterful. I think I compared him the last time we spoke to uh, to what you might consider to be a typical Yorkshire-type cricketer, even though he's obviously uh, from Devon yeah. um, himself. But he, he reminds me of that kind of, um, you know, sort of yeah, no frills, but also, you know, very consistent, competitive, combative cricketers that Yorkshire have produced throughout their history, you know. Um, so I think he fits in really well here. Um, but yeah, I mean, his batting is certainly a, a big, an important thing. Sure, that he will only get better in that department as well. You know, it's not just his skin bowling, uh, but his batting, he's consistently getting the sort of 20s and 30s that are very useful in, in test matches. 
Yeah, and, what, and just what you want from your number eight, which is what he has been when he has played most of the time, I think. Uh, in terms of route, obviously, we, we can't sort of move on or, or <laughs> without paying tribute to uh, our Joe, as it were. I mean, you know, and all the recent, not, not just the recent innings, but the, the test innings that you've seen him uh, play. I mean, how, how did this particular one rank uh, up there? I, I think it's incredible, really, uh, for, for, for a chap to get 218 in his 100th test match with all the sort of hype going into that and the, the fact that he's the captain, the, you know, the, the uh, obligations that he has outside of the actual match itself in that capacity, you know, the media, everything, blah, 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 uh, to actually deliver in, in, in the way that he, that he did in that game, I, I thought was absolutely remarkable. And, I, you know, I... I we, you know, we often um, hear people talk about the great players of the past. You know, I mean, I'm very interested in cricket history myself, and you know, people like Len Hutton, Wally Hammond are always sort of held up to be the great players pre what you might think of the modern era in, in, of English batting. Um, and I think this guy is up there. Now, he's got to be now considered to be, I, I think, one of the, the greatest batsmen that England has ever had yeah. across any across any era and I wouldn't say that about everybody who's in the um, in, in the top 10 of English cricket by any means yeah. uh, in terms of the run score list but he, he definitely is do you, do you think I mean, all players do, I suppose, at some point, and, and he's had his troubles as well. I mean, because coming into the Sri Lanka series, there were question marks about his batting from some people, and he had a bit of a lean spell perhaps last year at times. But do, do you think he's now developed that consistency and the ability to, to sustain such performances across a longer period now? Are we seeing that now? Joe Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he, you know, he's... The way he's played in the last uh, in the last few months. I mean, I spoke to you. I remember last time, um, and I said that when he came back to Yorkshire last year, I know it was only T Twenty, but I, I just thought he looked absolutely incredible. I'd, I'd never seen him play as well. Yeah, you know, he's just looked in, in sublime form, um, and I think he's enjoying the game as well. You know, he's, uh, he seems to have a smile on his face, which is understandable when you're churning out the depth of runs that he is and he's <laughs> winning, but. But he does seem to have a bit of bounce about him um, and a bit of a joie de vivre, as they say. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he, um, I mean, he's really restated his, his claims, hasn't he? He's one of the world's top batsmen. I think he, uh, as we speak today, he's moved up to number three again in the world uh, yeah. player rankings, um, having dropped out of that so-called fab four. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, but I, I think you've got to pay him the credit and say that that was an, an extraordinary achievement on your 100th Test match to do that, and you know everything about that week for him. Uh, he also top scored in the second innings. He took a fantastic catch, didn't he? Off yes. the Harney. Yeah. I think in the first innings went off Don Best. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he's probably won three Player of the Match awards now in succession. Um. Yeah, I mean, everything that he's touched has turned to gold. He's drawn level with Michael Vaughan for the most number of test wins as an England captain. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be the next thing that, that we're celebrating. And, um, yeah, I think I think it's phenomenal, really. Um, what a, what an outstanding player and ambassador for, for English sport. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it seems with, with each match, he seems to pass one milestone or another. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to work out what, what, what might happen in Chennai next time around. Um, like I say, I mean, they are sticking in Chennai, obviously, for the second test. India will be hurting. I mean, the good thing, I mean, the interesting thing was obviously both teams came into this series 
full of confidence given what what they'd achieved in the previous test series um, with obviously England in Sri Lanka and India in India in Australia. Um, Virat Kohli won't take this lightly, will he? He'll have been stung by such a heavy loss um, on home turf. Yeah, I think he's lost four successive games as captain. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's on a bit of a downward slump. Uh, clearly, Rahane led the team well in Australia when they won, when Kohli went back um, for the birth of his first child. Um, so, I, yeah, he won't take it lying down. But at the end of the day, I think England are playing so well that um, there's no reason why they can't maintain yeah. this form, in, in my opinion. Um, I think the India batting lineup has probably got a bit more to show us uh, as the series goes on. I mean, you know, this Shubman Gill looks a very uh, exciting talent at the top of their order. Um, Kohli himself batted well, didn't he, in the second innings, yes. Pajara in the first innings. Uh, Jinka Rahane is a bit of a, a mystery to me because I, I always think that he's one of the, the, the finest players uh, to watch, but he, he does he can struggle at times. And, and we've got this kind of... Um, you know, mercurial talent in Rishabh Pant, yes. who uh, who played that remarkable innings um, in uh, you know when he got ninety one in the first test, and, and Washington Sunders a useful batsman as well. So yeah. they've got some really good batting talent. I think they're missing Jadeja definitely, the the spinner, yeah, uh, who could have provided Ashwin with with more support. They'll probably look at uh, changing up their team a bit as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a great series and you know great as well. I think we should say that it's been back on terrestrial TV. Well, I was going to say. I mean, um, you know, I know you you often pass well, you sometimes occasionally pass comment on on the style, shall we say, the 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 uh, commentary style of certain uh, um, certain uh, programs on on TV, usually on Sky Sports, obviously with the cricket. But I mean, it, I mean, it, you know, it was great that I was able to switch on uh, just and just watch it on Channel Four. It took me back to the Ashes in two thousand and five. When obviously it was the last last time it was on terrestrial TV, and it and it was. Uh, you're not was that good. old, are you? I, well, I am. Yeah, I mean, I was. You know, I'm not going to go into how old, but yeah, I mean, I'm feeling it every morning I get up. But it was it was just great to be able to switch on the telly. You know, you don't have, you don't have to have the subscription. I know it's only going to be a short term thing, but it will only help, particularly when England are doing well. It will only help spread, hopefully, um, how great the game is still. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've read a couple of pieces with people saying that um, you know that's all very well, but there weren't any digital clips out there for, for young kids to watch because I don't think Channel Four have have rights to, um, to to put out those kind of tweets. No, I think the BCCI have got them. So, I, but basically, that that was something that, that people were commenting on, and yeah, you know, you're still not reaching the youngsters because they don't watch terrestrial TV anyway. But yeah, I I. Um, I, I, you know, I'm sure that's true to to a large extent, but I don't think it's, you can just make a sweeping generalisation and say, uh, therefore, it's worthless having it back on terrestrial TV. I, I think, you know, it, it was calculated that over five million um, people watched some point of the first three days of that game. Yeah. Um, well, I think viewing figures peaking at not far short of two million at any time. So, you know, if if it only, it only takes a, a few of those youngsters who would have been among that number to, to get the book for the game. Um, I, I just, I, you know, you can't beat the oxygen of publicity and exposure. Yeah. Uh, I think Channel 4's coverage, from what I saw of it, was, you know, fairly functional. They didn't have much time to prepare. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, clearly, so they've freshened up their, <laughs> their pundits chair, I think, for the next game. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I, I, it's great to see cricket back on on terrestrial television and I think you know when 
when you're looking at concepts like the hundred, which is designed really to reach to to a new audience, uh, people who uh, uh, apparently don't even know that they like cricket. If only if only they knew what fun it was, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I think really, you know. If, if you compare that aspiration to just simply having it back on free to air, um, I, I, I just think it's as as, as important, if, if not more so. I mean, I you know probably like yourself, that's how I got interested in cricket. Oh, definitely. Uh, watching it live on TV. Mm. Um, Late seventies is when I remember my first games. Obviously, I think that one, probably nineteen seventy seventh Australia. Um, Rick McCosker getting his jaw broken by Bob Willis, if I vaguely remember. No, it's a little bit before my time. Well, I, I realise that. I'm probably, yeah, you'll have to go on YouTube yourself and find out highlights of that. But uh, yeah, Great West Indies teams of the late 70s and early 80s. But enough of my childhood memories. We'll have to move on, unfortunately, which I'm, you know, I'm sure a lot of the listeners, if there are a lot of listeners, are uh, only too sad to hear. But here we go. Um, we've got some, um, going to move on from uh, Chennai. I mean, well, in terms of, of Chennai, the second test, obviously. Um, you expect it to be as, as as exciting. I mean, like you say, England are obviously full of confidence, and and you see no reason why they can't sort of double their uh, lead in the series. No, and I, I think uh, it was quite impressive. I thought the way that England took that victory, in the sense that they weren't sort of like leaping over each other no. with gay abandon and oh, you know, we've climbed Mount Everest. And it was almost I wouldn't say that they treated it in a functional, matter of fact way, but they seemed like they had their feet on the ground and recognised that it was just one win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's there's every every confidence um, that, that they can build on it. And you know, although Butler's uh, gone off now, um, I think folks, if, you know, assuming he comes in, will, will will probably do just as well. You know, he's clearly a better wicketkeeper, and he probably wants to play more than Butler does anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm not too disappointed about that in fact I'd, I'd rather move forward with somebody like folks and, and say goodbye to Butler as a test player uh, yeah. person I'd rather, I'd rather have people who have really wanted to play test cricket I think um, so I think he uh, you know folks would, 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 would do well um, and there's every, you know, every confidence I think they can go on yeah yeah just one last thing before we move on to the, the bit of Yorkshire news that we're going to talk about a lot was made, obviously, on the fourth day about England's declaration, when they would declare, etc., etc. The longer it went, you know, there was a bit of criticism came Joe Root's way uh, in that respect. Obviously, they were all out in the end anyway. I mean, what, were your, what was your take on that? I mean, obviously, in the end, it all played out uh, fantastically well for England. But, I mean, was it something at the time that, that you had shared those, those uh, sort of critics' concerns or not? it was but I also thought England would win the match so yeah. I, I didn't think it made a great I didn't think at the time it would make much difference but yeah. I didn't think that the tactics were right either yeah. um, so I mean you know clearly if, if they hadn't quite won yes. <laughs> 8 or 9 down then it, it would have been different but they, they just lost their way didn't they yeah. um, although somebody did make the I think you know perfectly valid point that whereas people like Root made it look easy. It wasn't perhaps as easy as some people thought for lesser batsmen to, you know, put the foot down, yeah. so to speak. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, um, I, I didn't think that the tactics were quite right, but you, you just kind of, I almost felt it was kind of nitpicking, really, mm. and that England played so well overall that it's not really, you know, something to be overly dwelt on. I mean, clearly, internally, they'll probably have a look at it and, and analyse themselves yeah. uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, and let's face um, it, and it's, not... and it's perfectly fair point for people to, to bring it up 
in you know in, in our trade etc supporters yeah. but um, yeah I, I, as I say as I said at the start I didn't really think that there was going to be any other outcome other than an England win going into day five yeah definitely okay well we'll move on uh, we'll obviously catch up next week I think the second test is Saturday it starts uh, in Chennai again, obviously, and say there'll be uh, some changes in the England lineup. But to come uh, a bit closer to home, Chris, and something that's uh, gone uh, in today's Yorkshire Post, um, a strengthening, it would seem, uh, of the relationship between themselves uh, and Scarborough Cricket Club. Oh, yeah, a new 10 year deal offered um, by Yorkshire to Scarborough to host county cricket at North Marine Road, which I think is fantastic. Um, so it basically replaces, or would replace, subject to it being agreed uh, by, the, by the Scarborough board, would, would replace the previous uh, ten-year arrangement. But I think it's significant because in this uh, in this day and age and current cricketing climate, that, that's a long uh, security of tenure, uh, so to speak, and it helps Scarborough. They've got you know ground improvement plans as well. They want to improve various facilities, um, put new seats in, improve toilets, blah blah blah. And it just helps everybody, and of course, it's a great boost to the to the local area. And I think, um, you know, last year, welcome to Yorkshire, we're actually going to, I think, conduct a survey and, and try and really pin down what it was worth to the to the local economy. Right. Uh, by sort of having people at the ground, sort of, you know, talking to people about where they're staying, what you know, the costs, blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, but it's certainly worth several million to the to the local economy each year. So that's that's another factor in it and it just remains the most fantastic place to watch cricket doesn't it i mean yeah i i mean i i always said that you know over the years that my favorite ground is trent bridge but i think i may even now have to say it's scarborough i just think it's uh it's just got that timeless appeal everything about county cricket the history of the game is sort of woven into it isn't it and yeah yeah it's, it's a great place so i yeah i think it's um it's good i mean yorkshire Mark Arthur at Yorkshire, the chief executive, is a massive fan of Scarborough and, and that and the traditions, Yorkshire's cricketing traditions in that respect. Um, so it's so it's great, and of course we've got York back on the yes. outground agenda again this year. So it's good news for uh, for those two outgrounds, York as well. They did a really great job in 2019 when Yorkshire took a championship match there for the first time since 1890. Yeah. So a couple of one-day games back on there, which will be. Effectively, York Cricket Week. Yeah. Um, Scarborough too. So yeah, it's it, it, it's terrific. And of course, it sort of harks back to a golden era for the sport, for the county game, anyway. Um, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, I remember. I mean, obviously, you coming from Lincolnshire, Chris, it wouldn't really have affected you because Lincolnshire weren't particularly good at cricket. But in terms <laughs> of I mean, anything, <laughs> anything, let alone cricket. But obviously, I, I hail from Derbyshire, as some listeners may have uh, deduced over the years. Um, but then some people may argue, you know, that Derbyshire aren't pretty, uh, that aren't that good at cricket either. But I mean, I remember going to grounds at Trent College in Long Eaton, um, and Hena and Ilkeston, and uh, I think I may have even gone to Glossop uh, one year, which I think famously was the ground where it got snowed off one game did for for Derbyshire or a day's play yeah, years I think ago. Yeah, Vicky Bird was umpire, wasn't it? Yeah, but it was just a, it was just, it was a great time for the game, and it and it brought. I know I, th- I feel that it brought the game cl- closer to a lot more people. Uh, and obviously Yorkshire are sort of trying to tap into that. I know it's only two grounds that they're going out to. They used to have others. They've had others over the years, Bradford, uh, down in Sheffield as well. But the fact that they're uh, entrusting their uh, their game to, to, the, to the likes of York and Scarborough on a, on a regular basis uh, is, is only a good thing, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if, to be honest, if County Cricket ever left Scarborough, then I think County Cricket would have gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it, it just, it's everything about about the place, isn't it? It's the, the, the houses at the Trafalgar Square and the, the timeless backdrop. To, you know, it's just, I don't know, I could wax lyrical about it. It's just a, a wonderful place to go. And, I, you know, it sort of keeps you going each year, really, the sort of, Yorkshirepost.co.uk